The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. My guests tonight are a group of brilliant actors who have made me laugh for the past seven years by playing some of the worst people in Washington, D.C. Please welcome the cast of HBO's Veep as Marjorie Pamiotti, Clea Duvall, as Katherine Meyer, Sarah Sutherland, as Richard T. I don't know why I said T. My middle name is John Splett, Sam Richardson, as Kent Davidson, Gary Cole. Kevin Dunn, as Jonah Ryan, Timothy Simons, as Mike McClintock, Matt Walsh, as Amy Brookheimer, Anna Kutsky, as Gary Walsh, Tony Hale, and as President, Selena Meyer, Julia, Louis, Dreyfus. Please. Extraordinary. This well, is what a nice reception. reception. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but you guys get that everywhere you go now these oh, days, yeah. I'm sure. Grocery store, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter where we are. Yeah. Well, as long as we're all together. <laughs> yeah. Grocery yes, shop. we travel <laughs> in a group. Thank you for the nice rug. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. They're welcome. We do things classy here. This is, uh, you know, broadcast network. Oh. Now, <laughs> I rarely am nervous to talk to guests but because I get it. I I'm get in it. show business too, so, yes, yeah, you know, sure. big deal. Sure. But this for me. This, for me, is like, this is up there with the Lord of the Rings. This is like talking to the what? Fellowship of the Ring right now. Oh, we're so glad that you <laughs> saw us. <laughs> Are you, I think you're playing the lollipop game. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know I'm Never a massive know. fan. I've told many of you who've been on the show, I've talked to you how much I just I geek out over you even when you're not around. I, I listen to you, I listen to the show when I'm doing the dishes, when I'm going to bed. What? I, no visual? No, I just literally just listen, listen to the jokes. Wow. You should say. try oh. watching it, actually watching it, oh, not really? just listening, because oh, it's wow. really good. It's if not you... a radio play? No, it's no. not a radio <laughs> show. We wear costumes, <laughs> oh. yeah, like sets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, radio for the people hours. out there who, uh, the, the few people out there who may not know what the show is about, what, what is the show about to you? Julia, what's the show about? Oh, God, I knew you'd ask me this question. I feel like I'm taking my SAT. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Give me an analogy. This show is to 
uh, chivalry as... No, I'm not doing that. Okay, okay. Um, I, uh, this sh is a show that is a satire of the culture of politics. Okay. And um, it is without um, party. I mean, party, that is to say, is not identified. There's just us and them, which I think is useful because then no matter what party in, you are in, you might get a kick out of it. You and, work really hard so we can't figure out what party people are. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, you cannot. And as a result of that fact, we've had people on both sides of the aisle, and I mean extreme sides of the aisle, really dig this show and tell us how much they like how we're making fun of the other side. <laughs> Which is oh, very that's satisfying. Nice. Very yes. That's nice. Yes. So when you first, uh, who's original? Who's original cast uh, from seven years ago? Raise your hands, please. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What, when you, what did you think this was going to be? What did you think of when you first heard of the idea or, or saw the first script? Like, how many curse words were they in the first page? <laughs> oh, I think it was, I mean, there, there were many curse words within probably the first few lines. It was, yeah, I, I had worked with Armando Iannucci before, um, and he was the creator. The creator of the show. And, yeah. um, and so I, I don't. I don't even think I needed to read it to know that I wanted to do it, honest yeah. to goodness, because I enjoy working with him so much. Um, but, but then I was on the subway reading it, and, and the moment I was laughing out loud on the subway, I was just like, yeah, like, they did it, and it's going to be so much fun. Oh, that's so refreshing to read a comedy script that makes you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, people actually, don't understand that's true. Yeah, I, I don't it's think true. that's a joke. No. Yeah. For a lot of comedy scripts, you read it and go, oh, yeah, that, that, that could be argued that was a joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I understand how that would be funny. You know, uh, my, my, uh, when I first heard about this show, the, the script hadn't been written yet, and all I knew was that um, it, was a, it was a comedy about an unhappy vice president on HBO written by Armando Iannucci. And I was like, if I don't get this job, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> no, that's not true. But I, but I was joke. really... Just a joke, just a joke. But uh, well, um, I was pretty excited to hear just that. So uh, it became... R.I.P. to the other actresses that didn't get the part. We should have a moment of silence oh my God. for all of the other actresses <laughs> who killed themselves. Right. Does That's any, a really does good anyone, joke. Does That's anyone definitely going to make the cut of the show. Thanks for getting right. darker, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> wow, could have been Halle Berry. Could have played this part. Uh, no, does anybody remember their, their, their audition? After the show had already sort of been established. Clea, do you remember your audition? Yeah, I remember my audition very well. Uh, Veep was my absolute favorite show. Uh, when I got the phone call to audition, I thought there's 0% chance I'm getting this part, but I wanted to go anyway and try, and I spent the weekend... Uh, trying to release any kind of emotion or facial expressions from my body. Um, <laughs> and then when I got to the audition, I didn't know Julia was going to be there. And that made me very nervous, but with my new uh, lack of emotions, it didn't really <laughs> affect me that much. Um, and we read through the scenes, and we did some improv, and it was so fun. And I walked out, and I was on cloud nine, and I thought... If I don't get this part, at least I got to read with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. But oh, then I got the part, and that was better. It was better. Actually better, <laughs> turns out. Well, you were saying that there's a lot of improvisation in the show. What, what are some of your favorite moments of improvisation that happened on the show, things that were you don't remember? Um, um, I don't put you on the spot, but Oh, I'll tell job. you. Um, I can... Well, there have been a few... Multiple moments, but one that comes directly to mind is... Uh, calling uh, my friend Tim Simons, Joan, who plays Jonah Ryan, a jolly green face. I believe that was yeah. um, yeah, born that out of... Yeah. 
Improvised? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then it was, you know, folded in, yeah. that kind of a thing. Because oh, yeah. we improv but, first yes. and then it shows up on the script. Right. Exactly. Right. But and there are multiple well, tell the story of the tea the tea set. The tea set. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Tell that. We were in London, Tony and I were doing a scene. And Tony, I believe, broke this antique china <laughs> set. No, we, it, was a, it was a mutual. Okay, was we both good. broke this antique good. china set. <laughs> but that's in the show. Exactly, yeah. because yeah. Julia because was in Video Village, it. and she was yelling, quit laughing, you dummies, we're going to try to use it. But it was like, yeah, a, it was like a Queen's China, it was really fancy. fancy tea set, and we just busted it. Yeah, completely. Probably cost the entire budget. And if you watch show. that scene, I think you can see both of them sort of turn their backs yeah. away from camera, they're and that's only because they're howling, laughing, yeah, they're completely laughing. unprofessional actors. Yeah. It becomes yeah. like gorgeous, gorgeous music hall type mm -hmm. comedy. Like, it's like, I mean, they're like, they're like Laurel and Hardy. Like, yes. Like, Putting it behind the curtain. And are there yeah, times? Stories. Are there times that you guys are are, are corpsing that you're you you can't keep corpsing. from laughing at what other people are doing on stage, but you know you're gonna ruin you're gonna ruin <laughs> the moment. Like, is someone yes. particularly okay. bad about that? Well, I would comment <laughs> on Tim though. Tim oh. tries to yeah. suppress when he cracks up, <laughs> but his face is contorted and his neck is moving like this. <laughs> My shoulders move. I mean, they as slowly if, as if creep no one's up. going to notice. And yeah. then. I, it's basically, it looks like a man being like, I'm regular. It's, it's fine, I'm just an actor in a scene. It doesn't work. We have to take a quick break here, uh, but stick around, because when we come back, we'll have some of your questions to ask the cast of V. All right? Don't go away. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Veep celebrating seven fantastic years on HBO. Um, as I said before, I'm a huge fan. I'm such, an, uh, such a fan that I wrote words to your theme song. Oh! <laughs> and and uh, uh, I will do my best right now. Uh, Jim, please. <laughs> Julia Louis-Dreyfus is the Veep. Vice president and then she's not. Scheming and cursing and running down halls. Gary's behind. Now, Sam. Now, people say <laughs> terrible things to each other in this, yes. but uh, your character is actually nice. Richard is, is a nice person. Yeah. Do you ever feel robbed of your I ability do. to be horrible? <laughs> I do feel, I, I want to get some nasty vitriol out there, you know, and like everybody has this chance to get 
this nastiness out and like call everybody a this and a that. And I, I'm like, oh, you look lovely. Yeah. <laughs> what's the meanest thing Sam would say? Uh, I mean, what's the meanest thing Richard, yeah, Richard would say? Richard would say, oh. he'd probably be like, uh oh, your shoelaces are untied. That's unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Judgmental. <laughs> yeah. Probably, you know, you he'd, probably get, he'd probably like, get angry at something like if somebody was like impolite, then that would yes. be what like sends him <laughs> off. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my goodness, you didn't say excuse me. <laughs> Say excuse me next time. <laughs> Sarah, you've been with the cast since the very beginning. Who has the uh, dirtiest mouth off camera? I think it's Julia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely think it's Julia. <laughs> you're yeah. Yeah, you're a veteran. First of all, <laughs> you, Uh, your, your character, Catherine, <laughs> falls in love with Clea's character, with Agent Pamiati. You fall in love with your mother's doppelganger. Uh, from an actor's <laughs> point of view, what's going on there? What do you think? <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I feel like Catherine, in her own right, exists in this sort of dramatic, stormy universe. And so, psychologically, <laughs> it made sense to me that she would gravitate t towards someone who can be like an emotional corrective experience of the toxic relationship that she's otherwise had with her real mother. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's actually sort of healing and also feels emotionally significant. Mm -hmm. um, so it makes sense. Well, we have some, we have some questions uh, from social media. Uh -oh. are, you on, are you on the social meds, Julia? Well, and what is social media exactly? I don't know. <laughs> I think this is from Twitter. I think this is from, it's from Twitter. the internet. This is from the internet, exactly. Um, I already asked the first one, which was by uh, Nikki AV, who has the dirtiest mouth in real life. Thank you very much. Guilty. All right, this is from <laughs> Helen J. Shears. Do I have this, Jim? Helen J. Shears. How has working on the show changed how you think about politics? I personally think I have sympathy for the people behind the scenes. I think one of the things the show does well is it humanizes. So many lives in D.C. we don't know about, you know. There's people that aren't on TV in front of podiums and running for office, but they're supported by wonderful, hardworking people who get yelled at or abused in the way Selena uses, <laughs> abuses her staff, which are the first people who responded to the show. So the first season I found were all these people. I was like, oh, my God, thank you. My boss is a monster. <laughs> You know what I mean? And sure, they sure. felt like we brought to light the lives of those people. And I think that's one of the things I've learned doing the show is there's so many... If you go to D.C., you don't run into congressmen, but there's a million lobbyists and assistants and stuff. So most of D.C. is made up of people you don't see on television. I, I remember when we went for the dinner, for the correspondence dinner, <laughs> and uh, Tim took us to this bar where there was a bunch of people who worked for some senator or something, and it really cemented my disdain for politics. <laughs> Here we go into this place, and these guys are coming up and going, well, so-and-so, you didn't text him back, so he's not going to text you back, and he might not even be here tonight. You know, I was like, these are the guys who are a heartbeat away from making decisions that, you know, these, these <laughs> that, that are mad that Tim didn't return his texts. I was like, <laughs> they also... So they was the Tim, wait, wait, that... Tim, why didn't you return their text? That's a good question. Uh, Kevin was being a jerk. <laughs> Tell him not to be a jerk or return his text. <laughs> I thought it was funny. One of the remember biggest that? things that I learned about it was like, like the like the the wide-eyed sort of like the. The, the going to Washington, like, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to change America for the better. And we would sit down with people and, like, take staffers out for drinks. And one of them, like, after the third drink was like, you know what my job is? 
My job isn't even to get my congressperson's ideas out there. My job is to up my rival's day. That's what I do. That's all I have to do is keep them from getting their message out. And I was like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> it, was, it was just the depths of despair from drink one to drink three, and they really then told us, yeah. Real deal. Yeah. The real deal. Yeah. Now, this is one, I, I like this question. This is from Love is Love is Low Six. Um, uh, oh, that's my sister. It's, oh, hey. it, it says, <laughs> Selena is a dirty politician, then why do I still root for her? Mm. Because I'm so likable. <laughs> well, kind of. I said that. I said no, this. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're gonna get it. <laughs> That's a I said this at your uh, at your at your Mark Twain prize. I said this. Uh, that I said that the thing is about your you're such an awful character, and yet I still see the humanity in it. I feel sort of feel sorry for Selena, which is not my normal reaction to politicians. Well, <clears throat> I try really hard to come, frankly, to come at playing this part authentically. So, in other words, yes, she's a horrendous person, and we can judge her on the outside. But if you're playing her, you got to play her from the inside, and uh, and there's a reason for her feeling so profoundly frustrated and furious all the time. And not it doesn't mean we have to vote for her necessarily, but you've got to bring a kind of humanity to this. Otherwise, it sort of can be a cartoon. Who here would vote for Selena Meyer? Look at that. Now that's look a, at know, the alternative. That's, that's yeah. a good reaction. <laughs> look at the alternative. I was afraid I think, that maybe everybody would applaud. I'm, I'm really glad they did. In which case, just yes. turn the keys over to the Canadians. Cor correct. <laughs> correct. Okay, uh, what the hell happened to Gary's fiance? Cheese Dana. Oh, yeah, Cheese Dana. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of secrets we don't really know. Like, Selena's had Gary do a lot of stuff that's kind of dark that we just don't know about. Right. So I imagine something dark might have happened to her. Okay. Well, Selena did not care, care for her. No, she did not care for her, hence, something dark might have happened <laughs> to her. <laughs> well, Kent's girlfriend's dead, right? Well, we're, the, the police have no leads. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, without giving away the end of the show, can you each of you tell me the last words you said in character? Oh, my gosh. I think it was, call me Ben. Call me Ben. Clea? Uh, but if it gives something away... Right, we won't no, say don't it. Say don't say anything. Say it anyway. Okay. Just say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... I can't remember. Okay. Very good. Oh, yeah. I know Everybody? what it was. Oh, I remember. Typical. Oh, yes. Typical? Typical. Typical. I think I said, I can't believe Marjorie's president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Oh, man! Oh, man! Oh, man! Oh, man! Oh, man! Oh, Okay, okay. We'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. We have to take a little bit of a break, but when we come back, we'll have an exclusive <laughs> clip from the series finale of Veep. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... 
Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we got to spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right. We're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Brave the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. We're here once more with the cast of Veep. Um, I, I want to find out something about the characters that we didn't know before. Um, any kind of backstory, anything that ways that you might have prepped to do the character. Tony, what, how did Gary... How did Gary get as good as he was at, at the Leviathan? Oh. Um, I think a lot of practice. I think he probably goes home and has, like, a tape recorder that, has, that says items out in the tape recorder, and then he just sees how fast he can pull them out of the bag. Nice. Oh. I think that's a nightly ritual for him. Mm. And he loves it. Yeah. And he's Fun really times. good at it. Now, you're, you're, you actually went to school in Birmingham, Alabama, and I your did. character is from Birmingham. Yeah. Are you, where's Birmingham? There's <laughs> a fan. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they were lying. <laughs> that, is, that is the general reaction <laughs> to Birmingham, Alabama. Hello. Oh, yeah. Was that cool? <laughs> did it, but did it bother you at all that your character and you had the same background? Because, no, again, Gary, up... is, Gary is maybe not who you want to be. No, but I came up with that. Like, I remember, I think, I think I threw in yes. that I was from Birmingham, Alabama, because I love Birmingham, Alabama. Now, there was an episode where I went back to my hometown of Birmingham, and turns out Gary had a really awful childhood. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't put the South in the best light. <laughs> but um, I still love Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. Tennessee Williams. What are some of your favorite uh, episodes? I mean, for me... Just since we're about me right now. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, for me, uh, it's got to be convention election night and testimony. Um, oh. oh, yeah. Do you know that testimony was shot all in one day? Yeah. Yeah. That really? That is a all great episode. Yeah. Really Julie, what's your favorite episode? <laughs> um, the, uh, um, the one that's going to... There were 65 gonna, episodes. I understand, but I'm going to tell you, quite honestly, the one that's going to air this Sunday. Really? The yeah. finale is your yeah, favorite episode? Yeah, the finale, episode. yeah. Yeah. Really, and you I'm can tell gonna... us. You can't tell us why, because you can't tell us anything about. I can't it. tell you nothing. Nothing, honey. Remember that cereal? <laughs> but we have, we have, we have a clip here. Can you tell us from the final episode? Yes. Can you tell us? You need to set it up in any way. Yes, I can. I can say this is a meeting of all the potential candidates, and uh, it includes um, Kemi Talbot, who's one of, who's the other woman who's also running. Yeah, I actually have. I actually have a Kemi. <gasps> I can't Don't be you wear that. Now. Don't you wear oh. that. Oh. 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 So, what did I miss? Did President Meyer find a way to steal the nomination from me like she stole South Carolina? Stealing South Carolina is the bedrock of our political system, Senator. Oh, well, there it is. That casual Meyer attitude towards criminal enterprise, just like her husband. Ex-husband. Step-husband. You know, if you can't figure out how to steal South Carolina, you have no business being president. Oh, is that how you feel? Am I right? Hey, hey, all right. Right now, every Sunday pundit and poli-sci major is treating this brokered convention like it's a big college gymnast whose daddy with her just enough that she'll do some dirty but she can still 
hitting a little close to home there, Roger, minus the big part. We've never had a complaint, have we? I don't know how much of that is actually going to make it to air. It'll all be there. But thank you so thank you for bringing it. Thank you all for the last seven years for the joy you have brought me, the faith you have restored in Washington D.C. in my mind. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, thank, thank you, Joya. Thank you for listening to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Hey, it's Matt Norlander with the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, and it is tournament time, people. So listen to the one podcast that will cover every upset, Cinderella, Bracket Buster Sleeper. We've got it all covered, every round, reaction shows, all the way up through the championship game in Glendale, Arizona. To find us, search Eye on College Basketball Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. CBS Friday and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Fire's coming to you! Don't miss TV's hottest show, Fire Country. This is a high-complexity rescue with a low chance of success. Follow the rules! Can you shave another day off your sentence? Critics call it explosive and pure entertainment. I'm a fella. I'm not fit to be anything else. You're not an inmate. You're a firefighter. Bring it on. Fire Country. New episode Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and now streaming on Paramount+. Plus.